What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 7 Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. On today's show, I got Mike Simmons. Mike Simmons is probably the person who's been on my show. Um, he's probably number two after me. It's probably me and then Mike Simmons as my guest. Or he's also run some uh, guest-run podcasts on the uh, 7 Figure Flipping Podcast, too. But he was the virtual host for our Flip Hacking Live version virtually. And we're talking about Flip Hacking Live over the past few shows. And we're giving you an option to come in and and see it and, and experience Flip Hacking Live again on a live replay. We're gonna talk about it during the uh, show today. But we basically took um, some of his favorite presentations, some of mine, some of the takeaways that we talked about and sharing them with you today on the show. So I hope you enjoy. My name is Bill Allen and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I'm really excited about today's show. I have one of my best friends on the podcast, Mike Simmons. And maybe I should just say my best friend, because I'm just going to disappoint him and upset him if I say one of my best friends. So... There's no downside, really. If you just say your best friend, I'll be happy. I won't know the difference. I'm not going to necessarily know what you tell other people. So that's that's perfect. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's that I is do. true, man. I would I need more Simmons in my life. Actually, I feel like since Flip Back and Live, we didn't get to spend a lot of time together while we were there. You were running the virtual version. I was running the live version. Figure like like we're at two separate events, even though we were like crossing paths. We yeah. talked very short period yeah, yeah, yeah. and I spent more this, time near you. I spent more time near you at flip hacking live than I ever have, but less time talking to you. <laughs> that's right. Well, I was hoping yeah. they would put you in a whole different room so that you would be like a, away. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it started already. Um, I, yeah, I, I think the, the, the people, okay. For the, <laughs> for those that are watch, like listening to this, you probably have no idea what we're talking about unless you came to the event. So I ran Flip Hacking Live October 12th, 13th, and 14th from the stage. And Simmons was right behind the screen. Like if you were on virtual, you might not have known that it was like right behind the screen. So sometimes he was being kind of like, he was presenting and introing and the people in the audience could potentially hear him on the other side of a, I don't know what you call it, like a, a sheet wall. It was like a wall that just covered up <laughs> yeah. by a sheet. And so yeah, um, yeah. typically the way this works is it's in like a whole nother room of the hotel that's being run. So it wasn't like physically that I didn't want Mike there. It was like, I think the setup um, uh, could have been like, that's typically how it's done. So, uh, and sometimes it's done in a whole nother uh, event, like an event venue. Sure. I could have done yeah. it from like my yep. studio here in uh, Tennessee. It, it would have worked well. But what was cool about it is, and I think it's okay that we talk about this. What was cool is, some of the people that would come off the live stage would come backstage yeah. for the virtual. So like, how did that go, Mike? Yeah. How did the people like that? Well, first of all, I think the way that we did it was interesting because it, it made me feel like I was part of it more than if I was in you know Tennessee or something while you were in San Diego. But it was awesome getting people off the stage to come back and then answer questions that people on the virtual side of it had. Like they had a cool separate event sort of like they obviously saw was on the main stage, but they got this other experience 
where they could interact with the speakers, you know, like how often do you sit in an audience and go, Oh, I'd love to ask them this question or based off of what they said. And, and our people are getting to do that. So it was really cool. And it was really dynamic because there were some people that I kind of knew I was going to be able to talk to when they came off and other people I was totally shocked by. I didn't realize that they were going to come over. And so it was like, Oh, this is amazing. Right. And so it had, you had this little kind of a frenzy from the people watching it where they were like, Oh, wow. And I'm like, put your questions in the, in the chat. Right. So it was really, really cool getting to follow up on people's presentations. It just doesn't happen that way. Normally we can't really follow up, uh, you know, live right there at the event. So it was very cool for those folks. Yeah. And I'll tell you for it, for you guys that missed it, one of the things that we're going to be doing here in the coming weeks is we're going to do a live replay of it. So if you missed it, we're going to do a live replay so you can catch up and see what, uh, what it was all about. And it can help you in your business and some of the things that we talked about at the event. Still 100% relevant. We're going to play those sessions that we think would give you the biggest impact in 2024 for your real estate business. So Mike, what were some of the like some of the things that you got from it or some of the, maybe the presentations that you really enjoyed. Yeah. So I think everyone would agree that um, Bruce Norris's presentation was really eye-opening. It's super data driven and, and he just, he's a super smart guy. He's predicted every major real estate event in the last, you know, 25 years. Um, and I think going into that event, a lot of the, the talk that I heard um, from some of the folks attending and, and things was what should I, what's, what's going to happen in the next six months to a year? Like, what is this industry going to look like? Should I be buying more houses? What should I not be flipping? Like what's going to happen? And his presentation, I think really calmed a lot of people's nerves because his, his general message was it's going to be fine for the next, you know, six months to a year. Like there's nothing to panic about. We'll be okay. Um, and that was huge because, you know, even me and, and you, like, we, we don't know everything, like we can't predict this stuff. And so you start having questions yourself, like, well, what is, what does it look like? I'm never going to, like, I'm not going to stop running my business. I'm not that afraid, but it is good to hear somebody like Bruce say, don't, don't hit the, don't hit the pause button. Don't stop running your business. Like you're going to be fine. And so that was big for me just to hear that from somebody who I respect and, and know that they know what they're talking about. Um, that was huge. Um, I really enjoyed Adam Whitney's um, Novation presentation. Um, I, I do something very similar in my market and I don't, I don't do a lot of Novations, but I was very interested in hearing that sort of laid out and dissected a little bit so I could see all the parts to it. Um, I list things on on the MLS and I, I do it differently, but hearing how they're done um, from Whitney, uh, from Adam's standpoint was was cool and getting him back. And he was a, he was a really um, popular one when we pulled him backstage because people just had a lot of questions, right? There was a lot of, I mean, he did a great presentation, but there were still a lot of people wanting to know what if, what if, and how does this work? And so we held Adam back there for a while and asked him a ton of questions. And that was really, really cool because that's something that I think is going to, I'm going to incorporate into my uh, business over the next year or so here. Uh, I think we'll start doing more, more innovations. So that was a really good one for me. Um, there were a ton of, I mean, they were all super good. Obviously I always love hearing Andy talk. Uh, Andy talked about um, seller financing and that was awesome um, because he's, he's, he's been doing it so long and it's such right now, it's another thing that I'm going to be doing more in my business because there's so many people out there now 
who need to sell, but they happen to have a 3% mortgage, right? And so if you can get somebody to sell it to you on seller financing or um, subject to or, or something like that, where you can take advantage of uh, these really low rates that, that everyone sort of um, refinanced into a couple of years ago, that's a huge opportunity, right? You sell our finance from these folks, they don't or take it over subject to that payment isn't crazy, right? And so it makes it really, really doable in a time where interest rates are just a lot higher now. So that presentation was awesome for me. And Andy's just such a good speaker. So I, I really enjoyed what he had to say. So yeah, those are a couple that were really stood out to me. Yeah, you mentioned Bruce Norris's talk. I actually just watched uh, Brian Buffini does his bold prediction, like annual prediction every year. And I think he does yeah. a great job as well. And so he talked about how um, we're going to see like a over the next year, basically start seeing some trickle down in mortgage rates and the increase in volume of sales. So he was talking about how the fact that we just kind of came out of a time where the sales volume has dropped significantly. And obviously, we know there's inventory things, but the, with the interest rates going up, people just kind of slowed down on buying and selling. And he's seeing a like a 20 yeah. some percent increase in 2024 is what he's looking at. So good news all around, which um, that coupled with Bruce's presentation has really made me uh, feel a lot more confident going into 2024 and in talking to different people and everything that we're seeing. Uh, Bruce called it uncharted territory was kind of his his quote because it really have never seen like low inventory, low distress sale and and pricing the way that it is. So it's all this like overlap and things that hadn't been seen before. And I think a lot of people took that that I was talking to potentially the wrong way they were like a little bit fearful and like uncertain. And I was like, no, oh, I don't think, I think you missed it. Now he had so much data in his presentation that I think for a lot of people, it may have felt overwhelming and the, the term uncharted territory yeah. kind of freaked him out a little bit. But if you really, if you heard what I heard, like, and talking to him backstage and beforehand and on the podcast that we did before, um, all really positive and good news for us. Like yeah. not yep. an impending crash not devastation and death and destruction. It was, um, it was very right. much the fact that um, over time in his real estate career, he's had to pivot a few times and make a decision. And sometimes earlier than others have. And, um, and basically saying, just take a deep breath and keep doing what you're doing. Uh, maybe learn some new strategies, some new tactics. Um, like you said, novations yep. and some other ways to make some money, uh, seller financing strategies to, to be able to like, make more money than everybody else around you during that time. And when everybody's running out, like just st stand fast and, or get in, you know, and that's the time. He's yep. like, everybody's running the other direction. Like I'm just going to be here buying. So it was interesting to hear that. Yep. And I thought that was great. What, um, what kind of uh, feedback did you get about the event and some of the, the conversations that were going on the virtual? I didn't get to interact with any of the virtual people that were there. Um, I can tell you about all the questions I got in, in person and all the folks that were there and feedback that I got, but what's some of the feedback that you got um, in vir the virtual world for all the people that were watching and attending that way? Yeah. So we got, you know, some of the feedback was that when people came back and talked to me after they were on stage, right behind, behind the stage and, and had interactions with people, they, they love that. Like that was, that was a huge hit. Like that was so, so amazing for them. Um, most of them really thought that the MC for the virtual was so superior to what they were seeing on the main stage. That was a big, big, big feedback for me. Um, no, I mean, honestly, I think the, the feedback that I got, obviously the presentations were amazing and, and everyone loved them. And there was a lot of like, you know, during the presentations I was watching because people could chat, obviously put, put comments up 
and they were like, this is amazing. You know, just some of that, they were just all gushing over the, over the um, uh, presenters. Um, but I think what mostly when it came to the virtual side, and this may not be what you're asking, but they were, um, they were grateful and thankful that we were treating the virtual like an actual event and not just they were they had their browser open and they could just see what was happening as if they weren't part of it. They felt more a part of it. There was, it was a lot more interactive than I think they were expecting. And that was some of the feedback that we were getting too. Like, this is amazing. Thank you for bringing, you know, Andy over after his presentation and letting us talk to him and just having that, that, that um, intimate interaction with the event that they weren't live at. Right. I think there was a lot of people who were, shocked by that and super grateful that that we were actually we were acknowledging that they were part of this and they weren't just sort of watching it on a screen with no acknowledgement so that was kind of cool i think yeah and I we've never done um, this before right like you called yeah. me i mean we talked about this like a couple of weeks before the event and you're like i might do this i don't know i'm not sure <laughs> do you want to you know i want you to do it so it wasn't it, it wasn't like you know we had tons of time to plan but it came off really well, I think. I think, honestly, people liked it in all seriousness. I think they really, really enjoyed it much more than just like, hey, here's a link. You're going to see the main stage and just sit there and, and enjoy it if you want or not. You know what I mean? Like they actually had some involvement in it. Yeah. The interaction is really important. Um, did some breakout rooms where they could kind of get to know each other and network and talk amongst themselves, yep. could try to you know, duplicate the kind of feeling that you got in live in-person event. I had a few people, I had um, one uh, one woman fly uh, out to to my farm afterwards who was on the virtual, and she was just like blown away with the type of content that was delivered, the uh, the experience, and not just virtual, just like flip hacking live itself. Like, yeah. and, and this yeah. is what I hear all the time. It's very much, I can't believe how much you guys share. I can't believe how open everybody is. I can't believe all all the resources that we gave afterwards. So it's like, hey, I have this checklist. I have this agreement. I have this document. I'll put it. And so what they do is they send it to me and we create a landing page after Flip Hacking Live that do you, the, the attendees can go to and just download all the stuff that they wanted to give. So all the speakers just freely give. They're not holding anything back. It's not like you can't get it unless you join our seven-figure runway program. It's very much you come to the event. We'll help you as much as we can. And that's just a little taste of what goes on inside the mastermind group, is it? It's like, this is some of our best stuff. We're giving it away for free. Imagine what it is behind, the, like if you were paying for it and coming to the events. So um, that's some of the feedback I got was, I, I definitely heard that the MC was great virtual. Um, they didn't get to see a lot of me as the MC live. So I totally understand how they couldn't compare the two. But um, they, <laughs> she, she said that like, it was real tangible things for her, for her investing business. And uh, some of the emails, I, I get the opportunity to read a lot of the emails that we get, which are mostly positive. I would say like 95 of them are positive. We do get a couple of, um, a couple of Listen, rough ones. You could have put, you could have put a thousand dollar envelope taped to the bottom of everyone's seat and somebody would have complained. So oh, you can't sure. please everybody. There's no for way sure. to please everybody. For sure. But we get, I mean, some of the feedback was very much just that. Like I can't, I've, I've been to a lot of mm -hmm. workshops before, been to a lot of trainings, been to a lot of seminars. And it's very rare that we have, number one, this kind of uh, environment. So like this, these, these values of people, people with these kind of values. And then the type of content yep. that's being delivered. So um, if you're interested in starting your real estate business, ramping it up, scaling it, like we hit all of those areas at this event. And we're actually doing a live replay of this and it's free. So you can just jump in for free see a live replay and um, we'll, we'll obviously 
like structure it appropriately and basically give you an experience a lot like what Mike's talking about that the virtual group got um, behind the scenes. So like we'll we're gonna curate the different presentations. If it's something that only made sense October, November, December, January, you know, at the end of 2023, then it's coming out. If it was like real-time information, we're not going to waste your time. We're going to make sure that we curate it to the best uh, way we can and the things that you're going to need. So I'm excited about that. And, uh, and I'm pumped for you to be able to, to attend this, especially if you couldn't travel then, if you couldn't afford it, if you didn't have the time, whatever it was, just, you know, I had something double scheduled then. Um, and now you have the opportunity to check it out and I hope it helps you. And if it does help you, I think you're going to see the value of what we do and, um, and what we offer. Mike, I talked a little bit at the event about the um, scenario-based training, simulation model, uh -huh. these kind of things that we're doing. And I, I know after the event, we were up in my suite kind of all together, like all the, the partners, we were up there and it was very much like me and you talking for a bit of it. Like, I just like, how does this work? Like, what is, uh, explain it to me. Like, let me understand it. And for me, Everything that I've done has been like, like weighing benefit and cost, like understand, asking as many questions as possible, gathering as much information and looking at contingency plans and backups. It's like, if this, if this doesn't work and then working through different models of like trying things out and it all, at the beginning, it was a lot of really difficult, challenging thought. So like when you're deciding, when you're making a decision on something like, should I do this deal? Should I not do this deal? In your head, you're constantly weighing like benefit, cost analysis, risk. You're looking at all that stuff and you're thinking about, okay, then yeah. like if I take, if I, if I change, if, if this seller backs out, you know, a day before closing, what am I going to do? If this buyer, so like the yeah. reason why you started filing probably memorandum of contract or MOIs or these kind of things is because a seller backed out at the last minute and you, you were counting on 30, $40,000 in your business. And so then you, you put something in place. Yeah. So and you had to learn the hard way. Like all of us had to learn the hard way, lose money, lose time um, yep. and to build that experience. So what I want to build is this model in a scenario-based training or simulation where somebody can do it where they don't lose money. They can actually make decisions at high risk on paper, but there's no high risk output. There's no, there's no challenge. Yeah. So in all of that, I really think the facilitation of this has gone really, really well over the past few months. I've been really enjoying it. I just taught a class to my eight figure entrepreneurs on how they can build it out for their staff, their team. And then even in their hiring process, like an add in an interview style like this, where you do a scenario for a potential, imagine yeah. if you're listening to this, if you were hiring somebody and you gave them a scenario and said, what would you do if this happened? And they're like, uh, they have start asking you questions and going through it. And you ha you have a desired outcome and you just want to see how they navigate there. So a lot of the things that yeah. we're doing. So I'm curious, Mike, like, with all the conversations that we had and some of that stuff, like what do you think about the future of this for real estate investors? And even probably I've never sat through an actual simulation, but if you go back to some of the times where you were deciding um, you're, you're probably yeah. running them without even knowing it. So what do you think about that? I am. So I, you know, I did have questions. I, I it was, I was confused for a while. I, I'll admit that. I mean, you admitted it for me just now, so I'll go ahead and admit it out loud. Um, and I was never in the military, so that didn't resonate like that part of it. Like, oh, remember, like we did this in the military. I can't remember that. Even though I still contend if I wanted to, I could learn how to fly a plane and probably be just as good as you are, right? Probably, probably. No doubt about it. No doubt. Um, <laughs> no, but all seriousness, I, I, it was confusing. The concept, I wasn't really getting it. And the, the, my aha moment honestly was 
when when we put it in the context of you know like you're talking about my business and running you know like kind of learning from mistakes and putting things in place that's that's very true but where it really resonated with me how this is used to train or to coach or to teach was when i realized when someone when one of our members or somebody at an event like that comes up they they normally do something like this they'll go um my marketing isn't work. My marketing doesn't work. I need, I need new marketing, right? It's like just one little, like just, like just bleh, something out that isn't very detailed. And, and then I immediately, cause I've, I've answered a question like this before. I immediately go, what's your market? What kind of marketing are you doing? Like what's your, what state are you in? What kind of marketing you're doing? How much are you spending? What kind of response are you getting? How long you've been doing it? I have questions that I need to fire out before I can really help them with anything. And really, I prefer if they just answer my questions and don't editorialize anything. I just want to know the answer, right? Because I, I'm looking to fill all of these these gaps in my knowledge. And once I fill all those gaps, then I feel confident to give them direction or to tell them what I think. And you're right. I, until I realized I'm doing it, I'm doing scenario-based training when I'm talking to our members or when I'm helping somebody with an issue in their business or in my own, my own company, right? When my dispo guy comes to me and says, we got to cancel the contract. I can't sell it. Right. And then I go, well, hold on, hold on a second. All right. Where's the house? What kind of marketing have you done? Did you try this? Did you do this? Well, what did they say? Well, what if we get a reduction? Like I'm asking all these questions and then we come to a solution. I do it all the time. I just didn't, I didn't label it scenario based. And that's exactly what it is though. I'm just asking a lot of questions so I can acclimate myself and kind of get my feet under me about what's happening then then I can answer the question. Then I can we can start working on a solution. But I do it all the time. And I think people who are really competent in anything that they do, they do it all the time. I think parents do it, right? Kids come to you, my sister hit me and, and I'm and I'm mad, right? Well, okay, let's let's talk about this. What what happened? What did you do? What did she do? What did you say? How did you handle it? Oh, you hit her first. Okay. Well she you know, you're you're always asking questions or try to come to that solution. And so I think it's a no brainer. I I think I think I think when you when you structure it like we're doing now, when you actually label it and people realize what they're doing, it takes on a new power, right? It, it becomes even more powerful because to your point, you know, how would you as a as a member or somebody who's trying to learn this industry, how would you feel if you could go on 20 seller appointments and never risk losing a contract, never have to spend a dime on marketing? Just you can go on 20 really good, high quality, different seller uh, appointments and and run those scenarios. And so when you do that, you have the experience now of having gone on 20. So when you actually go on one that you spent marketing dollars for, or you had to spend time and you you get that that seller appointment, you go on that appointment. Now you have experience. You're an experienced acquisitions manager, or you're an experienced person trying to get that contract. I think the value in that is I mean, you could calculate it by saying, what is a contract worth to you? Uh, if you're a wholesaler, for example, maybe it's worth $10,000 minimally, right? A $10,000 per, per appointment we're going on. You went on 20 of them for free, right? You went 20 of them without spending a dime. And if you, the first one you go on that's live, if you have that experience and you don't screw it up because it's your first one, maybe it's worth $10,000, you know, day one. So I think it's a no brainer. And I think it's something that when people understand the value and what they're actually getting from that and the experience, it's, it's, it's just, it sort of rounds out the coaching that, 
that people have been doing to your point, it was missing something, right? We were, we were trying to take huge leaps and people weren't comfortable. A lot of people weren't comfortable with that leap. The simulation fills in a huge chasm that we were trying to get them to, to jump over, to be comfortable out in the wild doing this, spending real money or putting real money at stake. This is filling that and, and giving them a pathway where they don't feel like they're taking this huge leap of faith that they're not ready for. So yeah, I think it's awesome. And I, I, ch I did challenge a little bit because I, that's just who I am kind of, but I'm kind of ornery, but I just needed to understand so that I could get behind it. And, and so we had that conversation and, and I, I totally understand now. Yeah. One thing you said when, when you were asking all those questions, when somebody comes to you with a problem, right? Um, I, the, it, if you're, when you're listening to that, like, this is not about you solving other people's problems. It's about you solving your own problem. So what if then instead of like you say, hey, I have a problem with marketing, you, in the beginning, you got to start understanding like, what does that mean? What kind of questions do I have to ask? So you, as you learn that, you start learning the foundational model. You start asking questions to Mike for some coaching. But then, you know, the whole goal is to figure out how you then ask yourself, what have I already tried? What haven't I tried? Yep. What, what, is, what worked? What does this mean? What does that mean? And then you start being able to coach yourself effectively. Like we turn the yep. table so you can ask better questions of either yourself or the information that you're getting back. So it's about like querying the data. So if Mike was like, well, what's your response rate? And you're like, I don't know. Okay, boom. We have a foundational hole there that needs to go. You need yep. to understand what that means and why it's important. And what does that number even mean to you? And what other, so all this, just, it's just like deeper learning and actual training. Mike said the word training and he's exactly right. Most most professions, especially high-risk professions and even athletes and really anybody, they, they spend more time training than they do doing. So like I was watching the Ravens play football last night. Those guys play, I don't know, 16 games and the playoffs. Hopefully the playoffs all the way to Super Bowl. Hopefully my team plays a lot of games this year. But they, they spend way more time on the practice field than they do like training and in the gym training than they do when they're on the field. And so what I realized recently as I was teaching this uh, earlier or last week, uh, taught it Thursday and Friday at my office, is we don't spend any time training. Not at all. And, and we just want to like throw right. you out in the wild and say, go. And you're like, well, I mean, do you don't have any training wheels to lean on? And so a lot of times it's yeah. like we just learn and learn and learn and learn and learn, which is basically like sitting down and looking at the plays. Like, can you imagine if the quarterback just studied the plays all day and didn't go out there and see the routes and throw the routes and, and have them run the routes? Like, there's no way they're going to be successful on Sunday. You can't just study the plays. You have to go out there and train to it and get a little bit of muscle memory yep. and start going through it and, and adapting to the, and sometimes they'll do like dry runs, right? They'll do, they'll run, run the plays without pads and helmets on just touch. Yep. And then they put the weight of everything else on. So they're like building up to it. The same thing here. It doesn't have to take long. doesn't take a long time, but this is where I think simulation is totally missing in pretty much all coaching, all development, all personal uh, development type areas where I think we can uh, facilitate that. So uh, I would encourage you yep. to check this out. I talk, I give a couple presentations at Flip Hacking Live about this and why it's missing and, and what you need. And some different things we talked about, the OODA loop a lot, this observe, orient, decide, and act loop that we use in the military. I won't spend any time on it here, but you, I want you to attend the event. Go attend the event, see it, go yeah. through the process and start building that knowledge foundation. And then next step is you can decide whether you want to come into the simulator that we're building or not. 
And I really think it's gonna accelerate your timeline. I think it's gonna make you more successful faster. And I also think it's gonna save you a lot of time, energy, and money. So that's the whole reason why we put it together is really for getting you from that stuck place of I'm not gonna start. Because when I look back to my journey, it was like years. Like I sat in that for years. I was reading books, I was listening to podcasts. I was just kind of stuck for years. And even me, I think I'm, I think I'm pretty risk tolerant. I think I'm pretty much a go getter. Um, and just something had to click for me. So I had to get pushed. And so if you're at all serious about this business, I would encourage you to attend Flip Hacking Live, the, the virtual replay that we're going to do, and then consider whether you want to jump into the simulator. And if you do, you can go to sevenfigurerunway.com. So the number is sevenfigurerunway.com. You don't have to wait for that either. You can just go there right now. You can go to sevenfigurerunway.com, the number sevenfigurerunway.com, fill out an application and check it out and see if we're the right fit. And again, it's not, you're not like signing your life away. You're not saying that you're one in, you're all in. Get on a call with my team and check it out. Um, Mike, any last uh, things you want to say? Anything I left out? You didn't leave it out, but I want to, I want to say it one more time. I want to underscore the something that you said that is so important. And I think you can't overemphasize this. And I think people totally don't understand this until they go to Flip Hacking Live is <clears throat> this is not a bunch of people getting on stage telling you 15% of what you need to know to, to get something done in your business. It's people getting on stage and just giving it all to you, giving it, giving it all away. And then a lot of times giving you resources that are super valuable that help actually get that thing done. So um, if you've been to other uh, events and you haven't been to Flip, uh, Flip Hacking Live, and you get frustrated because it's like, well, that sounds good, but they didn't give me much. They just sort of teased me with a high level uh, theory. Um, that's not what you get here. These the people on stage are giving it away. Like they're giving you from A to Z, this whatever it is that they're presenting, this thing that they're great at in their business that's making them a ton of money. They're giving it all away and they're doing it very generously. And a lot of times, like to your point, giving a resource to go with it. So that's amazing. And I think you you got to check it out. You got to trust me, check it out. And you know, you can write me if I'm lying, but it's amazing. It's just absolutely amazing. So yeah, I think it's huge. You said it, but I think it bears repeating because it's, it's phenomenal how, how much people give away in their presentations. Yep. And we'll put a link in the description here. If you're listening to the podcast, it'll be in the social media post. If you're watching on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or anywhere else that we put out this kind of content. And then, uh, otherwise it'll be in the email. You can just click it, uh, jump in. And again, it's, um, free, free version of Flip Hacking Live. You can watch it. It's, it's you know, uh, we did it a couple months ago. No plane ticket, no uh, hotel, no flight, no, uh, none of that stuff. Just jump in, join us. And, and then is, again, Bill, this is the, this is the opposite. This is the opposite, opposite experience. Most times you hear the price is going up. So hurry, right? This is the opposite. <laughs> this went from some sort of a paid thing to the price just went to free. So that's amazing, right? Yeah. So no, no excuse for this. You don't really have any excuse other than no. time. And I know that's valuable. So that's the trade. Remember, it's cost benefit. So for everything that I do, decisions that I make, what is the benefit and outcome of this? And I hope that we've portrayed that. You know, you got people that are stepping on stage that went to the event the year before and this year they've really scaled their business massively just by one thing that they've learned from that event. So if there's something there for you, if you're interested in getting started or growing and scaling your real estate business, jump in, check it out. And um, I don't plan yeah. on doing this. Not going to be an every month thing. So there is your, uh, your push to, to jump in there and do it. And if you want to skip to the front of the line, just go to sevenfigurerunway.com and jump in the simulator right now. You can go to sevenfigurerunway.com, the number sevenfigurerunway.com, and uh, fill out an application and jump in. Mike, thanks for being here with me. 
I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Thanks for having me.